Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. In Ukraine, around 100 civilians were evacuated from the bunkers beneath a steel plant in the besieged city of Mariupol. They had been sheltered there for weeks. The civilians are expected to reach the Ukrainian-controlled city of Zaporizhia today, but reports say as soon as evacuations ended, Russian shelling resumed. Still, Ukraine's army has managed to slow Russia's invasion to a crawl in the region. Both sides are trading artillery fire as ground troops fight battles in small towns and villages. And Pierre's Brian Mann reports from southern Ukraine, where many civilians are living in the crossfire. We leave Mykolaiv mid-morning. It's the last fortified city along the Black Sea fully controlled by Ukraine, beyond its contested ground. We reach a village called Limani, where two elderly women, Olga and Helena, are sitting on a bench. They're enjoying the spring sunshine, sharing a jar of pickles. I ask why they're still here. What should we do? Where should we go, Olga says. Helena says, look, we're old. We don't want to leave our home and our village. But as we speak, there's a rumble of artillery fire close by. The women grin and say, that's our Ukrainian army saying hello to the other side. And they're right. That's the sound of Ukrainian artillery blasting at Russian positions a few miles away. Olga and Helena both say they're fiercely loyal to the Ukrainian side. The Russians are on our land. We didn't invite them here, Helena says. But the women also admit feeling frightened and lonely. Olga says she lives alone in a war zone. Her family all passed away long ago. We leave the women with their jar of pickles and travel with a Ukrainian military escort to a village even closer to the Russian lines called Shevchenkova. Alexei, the Ukrainian soldier who's guiding us, leads the way inside a bomb-shattered elementary school that's been abandoned since the Russians pushed into this area. There's broken glass and rubble everywhere. Every day, this village, our neighbors are under shelling. Every day. Nobody knows why. Nobody knows. It's one thing to hear people talk about living under this kind of constant threat. It's another thing to experience it. The Russians attack, firing a barrage of artillery at the school. We run for the cellar as rockets explode in the schoolyard. It's terrifying, but no one is injured. So far, Ukraine's army has managed to fight Russia to a standstill. But as we huddle in the dark basement, Alexei says the Russians have turned this part of his country into a killing zone. It's, okay. it's very dangerous to stay here. But people do stay here. We also visit Kotlareva, a village where Alexei shows us house after house damaged by Russian missiles. One here, one there, and one there. A woman named Svetlana points to a neighbor's destroyed house. The man who lived there, she says, was killed in one of the missile strikes. Of course I knew him, she says. It's a small village. Everyone knows everyone. Then she says it's all frightening. 
But one thing that's troubling here is a phrase I hear the villagers say over and over. After two months, uh, it's normal situation. That's Leonid, who runs a shop in Kotliarev. Like Olga and Helena and Svetlana, he says it already feels like this war has been going on forever, like this is the new normal. I ask Leonid if he thinks peace will return to his village anytime soon. I hope. I hope. <laughs> we yeah. have just hope. Good luck. I hope you stay safe. But of course, that's a foolish thing for me to say. The violence brought by the Russians may feel like a terrible new kind of normal, but until the fighting here ends, these villagers will never be safe. Brian Mann, NPR News, Southern Ukraine. This message comes from NPR sponsor Betterment. The emotional build of a will-they-won't-they love story is never chill, but your investing portfolio should be. Betterment is the investing app that lets you be totally chill about your finances. Their automated technology and tax-smart tools are easy to set up, so you can focus on navigating any will-they-won't-they-love stories that come your way. Betterment. Be invested and totally chill. Learn more at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. Taylor Swift has dropped a new album. She is the biggest pop star in the world, and everything she does makes news. I gasped. I was like, oh my God, I've been there, and you can identify with it. For a breakdown of Taylor Swift and her new album, The Tortured Poets Department, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. NPR. 